Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in and now on with the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt. It is Monday the 16th of November of 2020 today. And welcome to everybody who's coming in on Rumble, the podcast and YouTube. Thank you for coming along and hopefully you will not be disappointed by what I present. Today I'm going to talk about a blog post that I'm in the process of writing. The blog post is called Inner Strength. And I wanted to start out by talking a little bit about my favorite subject. Not so much, but there it is. The subject is myself. And I wanted to talk about my time in the United States Air Force in particular, and I wanted actually to give a couple of particular events. And I'm going to say this. I don't really like talking about myself that much, even though I do it more than I'd really like to do. But the thing is, I can only speak a lot of times from my experience, so that's what you're going to get when you hear from me. And so, allow me without further ado to give you a couple of instances, situations that I found myself in. I remember myself in the Republic of Korea. This was, I think, the first time that I was there. And I remember I was walking in the rain back to my home. My only mode of transportation was Shoe Leather Express or bus. And I was walking in the rain back to my home. That was off base at the time because I was living there with my wife at the time, who was a Korean national who I had brought to Korea with me as a a designated home of record. Uh, So even though it was a remote tour, I was with her. And there was a requirement that, uh, you know, you you work 50 hours a week both times that I was there just to sort of set the story for later on. Uh, So you either worked Saturday or you worked uh, 10 hours a day, five days a week. And that was done for culture shock pur- purposes because it was assumed that a lot of people who were American and had never been outside the United States, particularly if they were young, were going to be really, um, what's the word I want? They were, well, they were going to be shocked, right, by what, what they dealt with in the co- local culture. And that's why they, cons- that's why they call it that. That's why they call it culture shock, right? So anyway, I was walking back home in the rain, and suddenly I heard To the Colors. Now, for those of you that don't know, To the Colors is something that tells you that that they're about to play the national anthem, or the taps, I'm sorry, taps, uh, uh, for the end of the day. They're going to play taps, and you're supposed to turn and salute the nearest flag, um, you know, while you're out and about. And of course, a lot of people dodge that. I wasn't that kind of person, particularly at that point in my life. So I knew where the nearest flag was, more or less. I couldn't see it, but I knew where it was. So I turned to face the flag, snapped to attention, and, you know, stood in salute, right, while they played the while they played taps for the end of the day. And uh, there I was, rain dripping off my hat, 
not in my face because the hat had a bill on it, like most military hats did at the time, and I think a lot of them do today. But still, rain dripping off every part of me as I'm as I'm standing there, trying to get to the point where I can walk home with no cover anywhere in sight for me at that point in time. Okay, the second the second incident was I was in Korea the first time again. I was working in a in a supply warehouse on the base that had been built in the 1940s. I think the building. I don't know. It may have been later than that, but but it wasn't much later than that. It was certainly probably the 50s at the very latest. And the main warehouse had no heat, had no air conditioning. There was an office that had air conditioning and heat, but I didn't work in the office. I worked in the main uh, receiving warehouse on Osan Osan Air Base. And uh, at the time, that was what it looked like. It had no, no heat, no air conditioning in summer or winter. So I was working in that warehouse, and it was the middle of summer, and it was hot. I don't know, August. I'm not even sure what month it was. But we had these exercises, ability to survive and operate exercises, or ATSOs, right? And part of the exercises were because you were in a place where North Korea had chemical weapons pointed at South Korea, you were expected to don chemical gear, that is ground crew ensemble, or GCE, which is a suit that's supposed to stop chemical agents, a mask, a gas mask with a hood, uh, and uh, you uh, gloves, cotton gloves, cotton inserts or similar, and uh, rubber gloves outside and, and booties, and all of this on top of a uniform. Now you can imagine in the middle of summertime in a warehouse that had no heat that was basically, uh, or no air conditioning, that was basically wrought iron for the walls with no insulation on the walls, whatever. Right, but it was wrought iron. So basically, you were in a small oven, or not so small, reasonable size oven, right? And the best we had ever was fans. You can imagine, and I believe this was a Saturday, but it may have been a Friday. I can't say for sure. Here I was in full ground crew ensemble in an exercise where we were undergoing a conditioned black, which is chemical agents may be present. And it was for eight hours on what I distinctly remember to have been a 10 hour day. And I was expected to work in those circumstances. Now, you may think that I'm telling you these so that you'll look at me and go, oh, poor guy, let me help you. I'm not. What I'm going to do is I'm going to indicate why these things, by comparison, as well as doing things like having to do confidence tests with, with tear gas and so forth, were actually really, really, not major, minor things. There's a video that I have on my blog in the early days of my blog, probably 2015 or similar, about a guy by the name of Master Sergeant Roy Benavides. And Roy was involved in World... Uh, not World War II. He was involved, excuse me, in the Vietnam War. And uh, he went through some truly horrific things, and he did it with honor and valor. This I attached to a post on social media that somebody else put out there about Audie Murphy, who I believe uh, got out of the military as a major, who had, had a chest full of medals because he was a guy who had basically gotten everything you could get in terms of medals for valor out of the military. That's literally how he was. Uh, 
Benavides tells his story and it, you listen to it and he's very matter of fact about it, but he, he tells the story. I understand that Mr. Murphy was not nearly so, Major Murphy, however you want to refer to him, was not nearly so straightforward in what he says. If you want examples of difficulty, you can look at these people, people who've been to Afghanistan, people who've lost limbs, people who have died, people who have been burned beyond recognition and survived. Uh, people who have gone to, uh, who went to Iraq, who did similarly. People in World War II who died or were uh, seriously injured as a result of their activity. These people surviving and thriving are examples of real inner strength. It's not just outer strength. They had to have, have that too, right? I was lucky. My life has been easy. Even in my time in the military, my time was easy. These people, these people didn't have it so easy. And if you think that it's, that they're not signs of inner strength, I have news for you. They most assuredly are. And I'm going to tell you, tooting my own horn just a little, I'm not going to tell you that I have the kind of inner strength that these guys do. But I am going to tell you that I've learned over the course of time that you just keep at it. You just keep going. It isn't fun. It isn't always exciting. You do what you have to do as you have to do it. That's how things work. So this is what you need to understand. Real inner strength looks like a person who is under a immense, a tremendous load, and that individual continues to forge ahead in all the difficulty that they are in. Uh, Benavides, you, he, he tells the story of how he would inch his way up a wall to get back to the point where he could walk after being told, dude, you're never going to walk again. It's not going to happen. And he stayed in the military and went back to Vietnam after, as far as I understand it, all of this happened. So this is, to me, what real inner strength looks like. Real inner strength is when tribulations come, when trials come, you continue to work and do the things that you must do in order to not just survive, not just th thrive, but to help others to be in better places. And that's basically what I wanted to say in this video and what I'm sort of going to talk about in the blog as well. I'm running out of time, so I want to go ahead and wrap this up. I hope you're having a good day. I hope your week is a good one. And hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. I should be able to do another pod or another uh, podcast and uh, video tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Tuesday, the 17th of November of 2020. And as I say, I will almost certainly be able to do another video then. In the meantime, I hope you're having a good day and a good week. week and hopefully we will see you tomorrow. The speaker on this edition of The Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video was recorded on Monday, the 16th of November of 2020. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for checking out this video. Remember that you can like it on YouTube and you can give it a rumble on Rumble if you want to do that. Uh, I have channels on both YouTube and Rumble. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels. You can subscribe to either one of those if you want to do so. Remember, if you subscribe on YouTube, you probably want to click the notification bell in order to be notified of new content. Um, if you want to see more from me, you can check me out on 
my blog. That's blogs.kpshubert.com, blogs.kpshubert.com. You can also see my Facebook page. That is uh, Kurt's Religion and Politics on Facebook. You can check out my Twitter, Twitter, uh, Parlor, and Minds.com accounts. My handle on all three of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. You can um, check out my podcast. The podcast is at podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. And finally, you can check me out on Patreon. And if you want to support me, that's probably one of the better places that you can do that. I am Kurt's Religion and Politics there. Thanks again for checking out this video, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, and I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any com comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.